Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. A good time ago, we spoke to John Wall, who's a Clare man with a terminal cancer diagnosis, who's been campaigning tirelessly for medical cards to be automatically extended to terminally ill patients. Now, John was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer back in 2017 and subsequently had his medical card revoked twice by the HSE and a full apology from the Department of Health and the HSE followed over the medical card scandal. Now, after the budget was announced yesterday, John took to Twitter because he was angry and he's still angry. Uh, John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Good afternoon, Niall. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, yeah, nice to talk to you. How are you keeping, by the way, first of all, how, how are you keeping at the moment? How's the health at the moment? Pretty good, Niall. Um, living every day, making the most of it, and uh, that's what we do. Those of us that have uh, a terminal disease, we, um, well, certainly I do anyway. Just, uh, I, love, uh, I love life. I live it to the, the best of my ability, and I don't look too far down the road. But, I, see, uh, I see your tweets popping up every now and again on Twitter, so I always know you're still around there, oh, John. Don't worry. I'm still here. <laughs> Very much still here. Okay, well, obviously, I mean, you've been campaigning, as Vicky Phelan has been too, and she was disappointed yesterday too, campaigning tirelessly to get... The, the idea that we would take a medical card off somebody with a terminal illness is beyond comprehension. Uh, but in saying that, it does happen, and you've been campaigning for that not to happen, and you were genuinely good at... I mean, I mean, was there certainly a promise in there that something like this was going to happen? Yeah, I had been in, in discussion with, uh, with Minister Harris initially, and obviously over the last several months with Minister Donnelly, and um, there was an opportunity uh, as part of yesterday's budget. Uh, I looked at the figures uh, this morning and um, 4,000 million euro, 4 billion euro has been allocated to health. And uh, when you get down into the detail of what I... By the way, just to remind people, that's on top of what we already spend on health. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Niall, yeah. So it's 20 and billion altogether, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a phenomenal amount of money. And uh, behind the scenes, what I've sought um, when you get into the, the number crunching is actually going to cost a couple of hundred thousand euro. I haven't sought, uh, despite the, what I'm seeking uh, in its entirety, is uh, medical cards for all terminally ill patients, but I've actually met the, the system halfway on this um, because of the, the situation that we find ourselves in. I said, okay, what kind of middle ground can we explore here? And I'm looking to extend the current uh, 12-month limitation, whereby if you have a, a prognosis of 12 months or less, you're automatically entitled to a terminal illness medical card uh, without a means test mm. and uh, without review. So I wanted to extend that to 24. But I'm saying that, Niall, one thing that's happened uh, over the last number of months is all reference to a terminal illness med- medical card has been removed from the HSE website. And I talked to the HSE directly about this, and they acknowledge it has been done as a result of my own advocacy because it more reflects what happens in reality. What they do now is you get an emergency medical card catering for uh, end-of-life care. End-of-life. End of life is the latter stages of a terminal disease. And as I said to, to the minister... I mean, you, you could essentially be end of life for five or ten years, if you know what I mean. You could, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I want the system to look into to my family's eyes, look into my eyes and tell me that I'm not dying quick enough in their eyes. And that's the crux of this. That's and that's essentially about. it, isn't it? They, they, it it's, I'm is. not suggesting the government wants you to die quicker, but it, from a point of view of a payment, that's more or less what they're, I suppose, what they're stipulating. In relation to currently at the moment, for people who don't get a full understanding of it, I know we might be going over a little bit of old ground, John. Yeah. I mean, when you get a, a diagnosis for stage four prostate cancer like yourself, and it's not a nice diagnosis to get, unfortunately. It's a terminal diagnosis. I mean, you, if you're still working, 
and if somebody is still working while they have terminal cancer, and many people are, by the way, many people have been given term, terminal diagnosis yeah. and they're still working away because, you know, you might have five or ten or you could have 15 years left with a terminal diagnosis. Um, but, I mean, once you earn over a certain amount of money, you're not entitled to any medical card. You're not entitled to any financial help yeah. whatsoever. And as we all know, you know, when you're going for cancer treatment, you know, tablets, medication, all that can be quite expensive. So what is the cutoff point or where is the cutoff point for, for that? Yeah, the, the problem with, with the, the terminal uh, diagnosis is actually your credit rating. What they do is they look at uh, a means test. They look at all your outgoings. It's not necessarily how much you earn. It's, uh, they look at your, your, um, your income, uh, your outgoings, your assets, etc. And uh, somebody, a nameless individual behind the desk, makes a decision where they deem you eligible or not. But what they don't look at, for example, in my case, is, yes, I have a good job, but I also have no credit rating. And I have um, kids going through college, and, you know, you would have um, relied somewhat uh, from time to time on a, 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 loan, a loan to assist. Yeah. Uh, but everything we do as a family now is done from wages. And I'm very, very fortunate to have a, a, an unbelievably good employer that has been fantastic to, to myself and my family. Uh, but that's not the case for most people. After six months, uh, in, most, in most cases, uh, you revert to half pay if you're not able to work. And these are the things that, that aren't taken into consideration. However... What, uh, what the department do take into consideration, what they keep telling me, is they're not able to do anything uh, that breaches the 1970s Health Act, which is basically, they tell me it's all about means. And yes, that is correct. However, there's uh, a couple of cards out there that you can get without a means test. Um, uh, you know, childhood cancers, if you have ch- uh, mm-hmm. people in receipt of the domiciliary care allowance. Yep. Uh, you also have the long-term illness scheme. It's not a medical card, but it's a scheme. It's where payment, you have 16 yes. illnesses that are not means-tested. So I don't buy that argument. I never have, and nor will I. However, I think it's important to say too, Niall, that I did get a, um, a phone call from Minister Donnelly last night. We had a lengthy conversation. We're not seeing eye to eye at the moment, uh, but we are working together. And it's only as a result of my tweet yesterday. I'm not naive enough to think that I got a phone call from the Minister for Health on, the, on budget night. Um, because he wants to be your best friend. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I know. I've chosen whether I agree with the system or not. I have to work with it, but also it has to work with me. And I'm not reliant on reports. Uh, what I'm reliant on is that are the legislators that have been elected well, in Doyle Aaron to represent the people of Ireland. And there is there's huge support for this. Well, just, just for people who didn't see your tweet or your message, I'm not going to read it all out, but yeah. the, la- the last paragraph kind of says it all. I'm now more determined than ever, and for as long as my heart beats, the me- that medical card reform for the terminally ill will be introduced. Your actions, speaking about Stephen Donnelly, obviously, and speaking about the Minister, your actions and the manner in which you have acted are despicable. Uh, you have yet to look me in the eye and tell me you could, uh, couldn't care less about my life and my terminal illness. <clears throat> Pardon me. That's the, the least I deserve at this point. You haven't seen the last of me, Minister. Far from it. I am now more determined than ever before. And, and I think that's probably where you got the phone call. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, it was a, it was a, a strongly worded tweet and um, I look back on it and yes, I am glad that I, I put it out. I don't regret um, saying what I did. It did get the attention that this needs, not that I need, but that this issue needs. Uh, there are so many terminal patients and I get messages every single day of people that are begging for help, people that are dying. 
and but they're not dying quick enough uh, for help. And, and, and if you are dying, and if somebody is dying, I mean, the the last thing you want is to have your quality of life reduced. That's that, right. That, and you that, that something that can be prevented. In other words, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, your quality of life obviously is going to reduce as you as you as you you, you have a terminal illness and and as you go on. But in saying that, if something can be prevented from making that quality of life worse in your last days or your last years, Absolutely. for God's sake, we should be doing it. I mean, we seem to lack compassion now. Yeah, there's, and you know what, there's the, the, the card as it currently stands, uh, the card that you get, um, it's subject to review. And what I found in, incredibly difficult to deal with after my diagnosis was the amount of information that I had to submit as part of my original application for a medical card. My bank accounts were trawled through with a fine-tooth comb, uh, almost looking for an excuse not to give me one uh, or a reason to, to refuse me uh, a card. And when you have a terminal illness, your life has been taken away. Bear in mind, yes, there are terminal patients that uh, live for prolonged periods. What I was diagnosed with was a very, very aggressive, the most aggressive form of prostate cancer you can get. I have advanced secondaries in my lymph nodes. I'm not going to have that time. So I want uh, this campaign. I want it uh, to be successful. I want my illness to count for something. And, uh, you know, there's no earthly reason why the system, considering we have cross-party support on this, is to whatever um, impediments are there, they can be bypassed um, legally in terms of the, the Health Act. Where there's a will, there's a way. Now, Absolutely. I mean, you don't want to get the answer. Remember that old advertisement years ago, computer says no. I mean, that, that, that kind of comes to mind where, it, yeah. you know, it, it's not that it's become a human decision. It's because there's some sort of logistical or, or legal well, reason as to why it can't element, be. There is a human element to this as well. Mm. I have found uh, one element of the HSE very, very difficult to deal with. And it's the, the actual, it's the PCRS. It's the Primary Care Reimbursement Service uh, arm of the HSE. Um, that deal with uh, medical cards and I have uh, talked to, to senior officials and they are against reform in this particular case and um, you know they carry a lot of clout career civil service and why are, why are they against the reform I mean any human being with, an, with any kind of level of empathy or understanding when somebody gets a terminal diagnosis you, put, you should pull out all the stops yeah. so why would any other human being be against change well, I'd, love, to I'd love to, to ask them the very reason why uh, you know the HSE removed all reference to the terminal illness medical card preferring instead um, an emergency medical card given uh, whilst um, you know given a, or being in receipt of end of life care End of life. Well, define end of life. Mm. My, my life is going to be cut drastically short as a result of diagnosis. Well, but with respect, with respect, John, you have end of life. That's, you that's are in point. end of life. You know, that could take time, and I hope yeah. it does take time. It's, well, we'll see. But that's, that's terminal, Niall. And it's, they're, they're playing with words. However, as a result of yesterday's tweet, there's been a, a, an awful lot more interest uh, than probably the, the government at this stage uh, would have liked in uh, the issue and as i said i got a phone call last night from minister donnelly very very welcome phone call and um i will be meeting within the next two or three weeks and there will be a, a meeting directly with mm-hmm. minister donnelly there's a lot of, there's a lot of well, good luck good luck with that i hope you can get a meeting with him quicker, I than, I, I, quicker I than i can uh, but but I, in relation to contradictory terms yeah. only recently we talked about the dying with dignity bill and the contradictory terms in what you're talking about and what they talk about is end of life. In the, in the Dying Dignity Bill, there isn't a time put on specifically for what they call a terminal diagnosis or end of life. They say end of life or terminal diagnosis can be anywhere between two months and, and ten years. So they won't put a time limit on it. And yet they seem to be putting a time limit on um, what you're looking for, which is a medical card being diagnosed with end of life or terminal illness. So they, they are defining it when it comes to one uh, promotion of one bill, but not when it comes to the other. 
they're defining it uh, to suit themselves. It's very, very simple. And, and for the record, um, I do support the Dying with Dignity Bill. I'm 110% behind it. And um, it's something that when the time comes, um, that I hope that if needs be, that someone like myself would have access to. But I think the important discussion surrounding that is the fact that not, it's very, very difficult to get access to, even in, in its current format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot of discussion to be had around that. Um, but I, I certainly welcome it, and it's a, it's a, it's a uh, and ab- we absolutely. And we talked about it on the show last yeah. week and the week before, by the way. But I think what we need to do with the dying with dignity bill is we have to be very careful how it's worded, and yeah. we, we need to make sure that all the the full stops are put in there to make sure it's not um, when I say abused, but it doesn't make older people That's feel exactly unwelcome. Right, exactly. All right, but listen, John, it's been a very interesting conversation. I can understand when I saw your tweet. I can understand why you're so angry, and I, absolutely everybody is with you and behind you 100. Um, percent And I think Minister Donnelly really needs to look at this again. I think the Department of Health to look at this again and the government. Listen, thank you very much indeed, John. Thanks I appreciate it. And good luck and, and stay safe and keep well, all right? You too.